Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello and welcome fellow explorers. Thank you for diving in. Our mission is to get you and ourselves out of our comfort zone to explore because that is where real growth takes place. We want to take you along with us on our next adventure. Find out how by going to www.sirensoapbox.com. Click dive in and explore to learn more. You can also check out our brand new coloring book. Dive in, relax, and have fun with this adult coloring book chock full of all things Siren Soapbox. Explore coloring with the Siren Soapbox coloring book. Pick up your copy on Amazon today. As Pink Floyd would tell us, money, it's a crime. Share it fairly, but don't take a slice of my pie. Are you aware of your financial slices of pie and where they're going every year? The Sirens were challenged by Jack Connolly to explore our subscriptions. He said, studies show that most Americans drastically underestimate how much they pay in monthly subscriptions. Given the current inflation rates and economic situation, it is more important than ever to be aware of one's spending. I challenge the Sirens to do an in-depth look at your reoccurring subscriptions from Netflix, Disney+, CNN Plus, Boxes, Meals, you name it. There are some news articles that got me thinking on this. Those articles will be posted on our blog later at sirensoapbox.com. Our soapbox questions are, guess how much you spend yearly on subscriptions? How close were you? Were there any subscriptions that you had completely forgotten about? Did you cancel any? And if so, how much are you now saving per year? How did it feel to compare reality with your initial guess? If at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is... Mango! First up on her soapbox is Mer. I thought I had a pretty good handle on how much I spend on recurring subscriptions each month and had zero trouble coming up with a guess in the 10 seconds. That was our first challenge was... In 10 seconds, think about how much you spend per year. I had a really easy time doing that. And if I, it turns out that I, I guessed seven times lower than what I actually spend per year. So there's that. Um, when I, I only thought about a few of the monthly subscriptions that I use. I forgot about the door, the dash pass that I pay $9.99 a month for. I don't even use DoorDash anymore. I used it a lot in 2020 and even early 2021, but I certainly don't get my 10 bucks worth every month. I also forgot about my monthly donation to my local NPR station. Actually, I forgot a lot. I only considered 25% of my actual monthly spending. I also completely eliminated the annual subscriptions I have for my guests. Sirens, at one point in my life, I bought domain names. I bought domain names all the time and they are all set up to auto renew. So I canceled the auto renew on two domains and two hosting products today. I was about to be charged $261. It was about to be taken out of my checking account next week for websites 
that I don't do a thing with. So thank you universe for this podcast, for this challenge and for stepping in at exactly the right time. Between canceling the domains and DoorDash, I saved myself $381 annually. So that's not too shabby. This exercise put me way out of my comfort zone. I'm working on my relationship with money, but I tend to ignore my finances sometimes. It just seems easier that way. But this experience taught me that I need to pay more attention if I'm going to improve my financial security. I mean, those 261 buckaroos are going to be much better spent on St. Croix. So I'm very thankful we were challenged to take a peek. Sara, how close was your guess? Well, I was pretty damn close to my guests after tallying up all of our subscriptions. I don't really know if it's because I had a pretty good handle on just how much we spend on them already, or if I just grabbed a way over the top number in the hopes that it wouldn't be right and I'd be super amazed at how much we don't actually spend every year on this kind of expense. So I wasn't too thrilled to being spot on with my over the top guests. It did take a minute to finally buckle down and start looking at my credit card bill and my checking account statements to find all recurring payments. I mean, it's not like I haven't been trying to get that accomplished for over a year. So I thank our challenger for getting my ass in gear. I am very grateful for the fact that I have only two methods of payment. So the research wasn't difficult, nor was it time consuming. I probably have spent 50 times the amount of time it took doing it. Think, what the heck guys? All right, you have to edit this out twice. (laughs) Leave it in, leave it in. I know what you're saying. You spent more time thinking about doing it than actually I have literally, do it. literally spent 50 times the amount of time, 50 times the amount of time thinking about it than I've done the actual doing of it. Does that make sense? I don't think that makes any sense at all. Anyway, there you go. Basically, I have thought a lot about getting this done and it really didn't take that much time to do it. So thank you. So there weren't really that many surprises that showed up for us. There were some subscriptions that we have duplicates of, but one is Audible and we've never lost our credits because we didn't um, use them. One is Audible and we've never lost our credits because we haven't used them. So there's no actual loss of money, but it does show us that we listen to a lot of audiobooks and podcasts, but we like that and likely wouldn't change it. We both have a Cinemark subscription, but we use all the tickets and get discounts on food and drinks at the movie theater. So it seems to save money. If we were ever at risk of losing those ticket credits, we'd have to reconsider, but so far that hasn't been a risk. The company even suspended that subscription voluntarily during COVID, which we thought was pretty honorable. Here's where we do have room for improvement. We spend a lot of money on iTunes. We both have separate accounts and neither of us use them really. Bill has Pandora that he uses on his phone and I have Sirius in my car and on my phone. Also, we have several TV streaming subscriptions or whatever you call them, plus we pay for cable. In fact, not a month goes by that we don't have the, why are we paying for cable conversation? Looking at all the subscriptions that we have, those are the Hulus and the Netflix and everything. I can't imagine a show that we could only find on cable. So maybe it's time to cut that cord. Jess, did you find anything that you could get rid of? I did actually, but when we're asked to think about how much we spend on subscriptions, I did a very rough guess in my head and figured it was about $200 a year. We then calculated it and was actually 235 a year. So I felt pretty good to be that close. We don't really do a lot of subscriptions anymore because we don't watch TV. And we did look at box meals, but figured it was more expensive than we wanted to pay. 
we did a lot of buckling down and budgeting when we first started setting our goal of moving to Hawaii and canceled a lot of memberships then. Then we took another look at the memberships when we were wanting to budget for a house and we canceled another one. All we have left right now is Amazon Prime and Hulu. And honestly, I don't miss any of the others. If I really had to, I could probably cancel Hulu, but I would need to reactivate when Handmaid's Tale comes back on because I need that. So if there are any movies or anything that I really want to watch, I usually just spend a couple bucks on Prime or Vudu and rent it. But I noticed before canceling that most of the memberships have the same shows when you're coming to TV. So if you want it on Prime, it's also on Hulu. It's also on Netflix. So they all have the same thing anyway. But I didn't really feel like I was missing out. And it's probably still more than I want to spend the $200 a year. But it's really expensive to get things shipped to Hawaii. So it's kind of worth it. But Elsie, what subscriptions do you have? I have quite a few subscriptions, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Netflix, and I know I have others. And at the time that I was thinking about the, like my estimate, I couldn't remember them. So when I guessed, I guessed about $300. And I think that was pretty low. So maybe 500. I had no clue. And I guess that's the whole point of the episode. And it seems like a ridiculous amount, uh, but you know, it's just a delivery service and streaming channels. And ever since the challenge came in, I've been getting all these ads for Truebill every time I watch YouTube. So thank you, Jack. Also nod to our artificial intelligence episode. I know that I should probably be more hands-on with my finances and scour them myself, but I figured Truebill would be the way to go. Plus, they cancel subscriptions for you. Although ironically, they themselves are a subscription service. So right off the bat, I was impressed because when I picked my go-to password, it informed me that it is on a public list of leaked information. So good to know, changing all my passwords. Uh, It does feel a little off-putting to put your bank information into this application, but when I did, holy shit. I spent over $1,500 a year on subscriptions. That was a punch to the gut. Upon further inspection, about $800 is for the drone business and things like uh, Adobe, QuickBooks, and the Wix website developing. I did discover that we paid double on SiriusXM radio, and I was looking forward to Truebill canceling that for me and my stash account since I haven't been able to figure that out. And then unfortunately it told me they can't cancel those. I'm like, well, that's a bummer. Then I tried to cancel my HP Inc. subscription, which I had forgotten about. Again, another bust. I think 150 for Inc. a year is a bit high. And if I need more than that, then maybe I need to think about getting a new printer. Basically, I wanna have more awareness of what I'm spending. When it went to HP Inc. to cancel, I discovered that it's based on the pages printed, not the ink used. So I could print an entire page full of ink or just a period on a page and it would count the same. And I've been paying for the service for over a year. And as soon as the billing cycle ends in March, since I canceled, the cartridges that are currently in there are going to quit working. I know I have joked about reading the fine print on the show before, but wow, read the fine print. (laughs) Zero out of 10, don't recommend HP ink. 
at least the subscription service. So now I'm going to be saving about $300 a year. I did go to cancel my Truebill and went from a $7 a month fee to a $3 a month fee. And $36 might be worth keeping track and having more awareness over my subscriptions every year. TC, how did your search go? Well, I know I had subscriptions to Hulu and Netflix. I wasn't sure how much each of those were. So I just estimated about $10 a month each. I figured Amazon Prime is about $80 a year. So about seven bucks a month. I rounded up and estimated about $30 a month for subscriptions, which is about $360 a year. To research how much I actually pay in subscriptions, I decided to divide all of my spending each month into categories using a budget that I created a long time ago. Then I opened my online bank account and entered everything spent into the budget. I made sure I could account for each item. So what did I learn? Well, I learned that I'm spending way too much. The big areas, a new puppy and a new baby in the family. It's been fun to go on a couple spending sprees, but I need to slow it down a little. Keeping a budget to see what you're actually spending money on is pretty eye-opening. I also looked into monthly payments out of PayPal. Didn't realize I had some that are paid that way. And I looked at products that I buy through Amazon subscriptions as well. I discovered that Amazon Prime is $12.99 a month, more than I thought. And I was surprised to learn that I had an Audible subscription. I had no idea. I also have a subscription to a tortoise club. I had to figure out what that even was. I forgot that I pay for YouTube premium, Munzee, and geocaching. I discovered $79.69 in monthly subscriptions, not counting the products I get from Amazon. I mean, those are actually groceries, so that doesn't count. And yearly subscriptions, another $96.22. So that's about $87 monthly. I was off by $57. My guess was only about 34% of reality. I was able to delete four monthly subscriptions and one yearly subscription, saving me over $400 each year, or about $34 a month. There are a few more I'm considering. Do I really need YouTube premium? I don't know, I might. I don't even count things like cell phone or Wi-Fi. I considered trying one of the apps like LC did that identifies subscriptions for you, but I wasn't comfortable giving it access to my bank information, and I thought it would be good for me to do the digging myself anyway. I'm going to keep entering amounts into my little budget spreadsheet so that I can get things back to a reasonable amount of spending. Even though the whole thing felt pretty icky, I feel much more informed, so I'm glad for the challenge. I'm curious if any of you had subscriptions that you don't use, but you had a hard time getting rid of. I haven't used the geocaching app in months, but I don't want to get rid of it because I feel like the weather is going to be nicer and I'm going to want to go out and geocache soon. Also, like you, Tracy, I have a YouTube premium subscription. And I have, I mostly use Spotify for my music now, but, um, I do have some, a few playlists on YouTube music that I like, and my kids love that they get to watch YouTube without any of the ads. We have like a family plan. Um, so I, I haven't canceled that yet, but I'm considering it. That's a lot of money each month at YouTube premium. It is, it is. You know what? I, 
So I have Hulu and Netflix. And while I think they have completely different shows, um, because I used to have Netflix for Friends and, um, and then I had Hulu for Seinfeld. Now Seinfeld is on Netflix. Friends is not on any of the, of the <laughs> subscriptions. When I started looking into Hulu to get rid of it, I realized, hey, for just a little bit more, I could get ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. I have no idea what I would watch on Disney because I really only watch those three shows. But um, Dino really loves sports. So I reached out and asked him if he wanted that. And I actually, this Hulu subscription that I never use, I increased it. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) But I put in my calendar for exactly two months from now for us to see if we want to keep it. And in two months, if he's not using ESPN Plus, then we'll cancel it. That's a good plan. For Netflix, I actually like, Ben hasn't watched it in probably two years because he got super annoyed when they started doing the autoplay from the browsing menu where it would just start playing things and making noise and that just drives him insane. Well, then they got rid of it from the the browsing menu. But if you want to go in to read a description about something, it starts playing and making Mm -hmm. noise. Mm -hmm. So he hasn't watched it in a long time and I, I don't watch it very often. I did find I was watching it a lot before Ben got here, but I was watching a lot of things a lot before Ben got here. Uh, now that he's here, we don't really watch it. And so I, I ended up that, that was the last one that I canceled. So manifest. I, I when it comes back, I might reactivate. <laughs> but they don't have a <laughs> when that's coming back yeah they keep changing that date so i think oh sorry go ahead i'll see i was gonna say does anybody think those uh subscription companies are in cahoots with each other like oh we're gonna drop seinfeld and it's gonna go over here now and then they're gonna have to sign up over here and there's got to be a major company benefiting somewhere i don't think it's cahoots i think it's um I think it's somebody saying, hey, Seinfeld, we'll give you X amount more per episode than Hulu is. But I don't know. A lot of people are complaining about Seinfeld on Netflix because the screen ratio is different and it cuts off part of um, of your view. And so there are some jokes that like the, pr- the prop is out of, it's been cut off. It's been cropped. That just seems like somebody in IT not doing what they're supposed to. Although you do have to pay higher amounts for different quality. So that's probably Mm. Netflix trying to get more money by making people have higher quality. I don't think you can pay for that, for for it to be a different ratio. It's just the ratio of the, the screen ratio that they use, like the width and the height cuts things off all these these weird subscriptions to apple storage and cloud storage i mean they're not very much but google storage yeah i keep paying two dollars a month to google for storage because i have so many pictures and things that i need to go through and get rid of and i just haven't had the time also i love that my 
that, you know, every single picture I've ever taken is saved somewhere. And I also hate that every picture I've ever taken <laughs> is saved somewhere. True. My goodness. Yeah. I was going to say that I have a couple more <laughs> domain names that, so I have two more that are expiring in December and I have some that expire next year. So I've set reminder on my calendar to look every six months at what's coming up and make a decision about whether or not I'm going to renew it. Because if I'm not doing anything to promote that particular hobby or area of interest, then I'm just going to cancel it. You know, I had a bunch. I had like tracylaps.com, tracylaps.me, tracylaps. I think I had like four different dot somethings all with Tracy laughs and I got rid of all she froze uh oh oh no oh no Mer do you reach out to people about like hey I had TC you're back oh only kind of only kind of anyway I only kept tracylaps.com I don't know where I broke off You canceled all of them except Mm tracylaughs.com. Yeah. Elsie, what were you going to ask? Do you reach out to people? Like, do you Google companies? Like, for instance, we had somebody call us and wanted to sell us jlav.com for our drum business for $6,000. And we're like, no. Yeah. No, I don't do that. Um, and I, I don't buy up random names either. I like, I have mamajuno.com and I have a couple different variations of hodgepodge and limited.com. And I bought a couple of, um, I bought a Hoko workshop and a Hoko studios domain name thinking that Mark and I would, you know, start the wood shop and have a website to go along with it, which we still want to do. So that's one of the ones that expires this year. If we don't get the workshop up and running this summer, I'm going to cancel. Mark, I love you. I mean, canceling you're not canceling you. Mark. You're canceling Hoko.com. <laughs> Let's be clear. Hey, that gives you a deadline to work towards though. So right. that's good. Yeah. So I figure if we don't do anything with it in two years, I mean, that's not that we'll never do anything with it. It's just that I don't need to spend the money on it <laughs> currently. Right. So I think I'm going to cancel Amazon Prime. Um, in the past... To have things shipped here, so I live on St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands. It is part of the United States, but it is not part of the states of the United States. So in the past, all I've had to do was call and say, hey, um, it's a glitch in your system. We're marked international, even though we're not. And they'll go through and um, reimburse me, like refund all of the shipping costs. So I did that today and I talked to somebody who told me that it's not their policy to do that. And she wouldn't help me at all. And that's, I spend a lot of money on Amazon. And so I really need to look at what I get from Amazon Prime outside of that. Um, She said, Jess, that it's only the 48 states that are connected. So you should look at that too. But, um, and also- That's wrong because I can click the prime button and it'll filter out the stuff that I have to pay for. Yeah. I've not paid for shipping since I got here. Well, that's good. That's good. Which is a lot further than I am. But anyway, um, it was really frustrating. I spent probably two hours on the phone today trying to do that. And 
that didn't work. So I told her, I asked if I could talk to her supervisor and she said, no. (laughs) And then I said, well, if I call back in a couple of days, will I talk to you or someone else? Because you've been the least helpful person I've talked to at Amazon. And I (laughs) I want to catch someone else. And she's like, it might be someone else. I said, okay, I'll try that. Thanks for your time. Wow. I'm so glad you said that to her. You just got a wrong person, like somebody that should not be doing what they're doing. Anybody had problems unsubscribing from anything this time around? Or if not, what is your canceling horror story? Everything I canceled went rather smoothly. Good. I had I had a hard time canceling from the Tortoise Club. I could not find a cancel button anywhere on their site, even though it told me I could cancel at any time. But when I, it was one of those that I had a subscription through PayPal and I was able to cancel it through PayPal. So. That's easy. Some of those articles were really interesting. The, uh, especially the articles about how, uh, how difficult some companies make it to unsubscribe. You know, you, you can subscribe online, but you have to call and talk to a person that's trained to try to convince you to not unsubscribe. Um, some of those newspapers, uh, newspaper companies. Now I was, I I think it was CBS all access. I had subscribed to that at one point. I can't remember why. I think the kids wanted to watch um, all the behind the scenes for uh, big brother. That's what it was. But I, something happened and I, I didn't, I forgot all about it, but then somebody accessed that account and changed the email address for that account and I didn't pay any attention because it was one of those subscriptions that I forgot about. And I realized that I got charged for it. And when I went to try and find out about it, they wouldn't let me access it because it was an incorrect email. And they had sent me wow. the renewal to that, that email, not my email. So I couldn't unsubscribe because it was the wrong email, but they were still hmm. charging me. And I couldn't convince them otherwise. It, hmm. it took the longest time and they would never, they never refunded me any of my money. And I, uh, I had to actually use capital one to help me cancel that. They had to, they had to help me stop payment on the, the last payment. They could, they wouldn't go back um, to the previous payment, but they stopped the most recent payment. So that was a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah. I've that's had a- crazy had a couple where it's a call to cancel and I'll be on hold for 45 minutes before I even get a person and by that time I'm so pissed off I'm like you could give me a bar of gold and I'm not gonna keep working with you people because I'm so angry I think it should be illegal to have to call to cancel it feels like you're holding my credit card information hostage yeah, I agree with that. It, it, there's no reason for it. If this was 1952, sure, make me call to cancel <laughs> or send an envelope, I guess, a handwritten request, but it's not. And there are many methods of communication. Sirius XM is like that. You have to call to cancel. And they are, just like you said, Sarah, they are trained to try to upsell you or you know, they'll do everything in their power to get you to not cancel that fifth music subscription that you're paying for. And I'm like, I just don't like that. One of the ones I canceled today, I think it might've been audible, but I'm not certain. 
you had to say, yes, I want to unsubscribe like five times. It was like, do you, you can suspend your, your account for until you want to use it again. And then the first button that was all lit up was like, keep my account, but suspend it. And the next one was, yes, I still want to cancel. And you click that and there were like five different options. Are you sure that you really want to cancel? We could just take a break. <laughs> <laughs> How about we stay other friends. people for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have an open relationship yeah. on this subscription. <laughs> you know, the other thing that I checked on, um, on Amazon, I do a lot of subscribing of products because there's a lot of stuff. For example... Both of my dogs eat dog food that I can't find on the island. So once a month, I get dog food automatically delivered. And, and I have lots of things that I subscribe to. So I went and looked at that as part of this. And I realized that a couple things, I wondered why I was getting them way too often. It's because I had subscribed to them more than once. So oh. a certain type of treat, I had like three subscriptions to it. I'm like, no wonder I've got so many of this. And I'm the sure dogs. they're fine with that if you keep the extra treats. I'm they don't, sure even, really, do they don't even really love that particular one. And Hendrix has a ton of um, allergies and we just had allergy tests run. So I've had to pare back all of that. So I canceled all of those. Um, I'll tell you what I'm saving per month on the, on the Amazon subscriptions, but keep talking in the meantime. <laughs> I had some subscriptions set up through the Google play store and like luminate was one. Um, we signed up for luminate for a podcast episode and I completely forgot to cancel it. So I paid for that for the extra month, even though I literally only used it for the podcast. I never used it again. I thought I might never did geocaching. That's how I pay for geocaching too. It's like through a Google play store mm -hmm. subscription. So I, I probably, um, lost my train of thought. That's why I probably did. But it's interesting though. I did the same thing to go on like either Google play or the Apple store and see what apps you pay for each month. Cause that's another kind of hidden subscription. Um, $41 and 40 cents per month. I save now. I didn't even count that into my other figure. Um, because wow. I canceled some of the Amazon things that I don't even need. So I would caution anyone listening who doesn't, didn't use an app like LC did. If you're going to physically look through your statements, you have to look through a whole year because of those annual subscriptions. Like mm -hmm. I pay for my ring uh, storage for the ring doorbell storage once per year. I, those, mm -hmm. those domains renewed once per year, my patty professional membership renews once per year. So, you know, it's important to look through an entire 12 months. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So I, my, that tortoise club, and I have to say this, um, I am turtly enough for the turtle club, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> but it's year, it was only nine 95 a year, but even so, when I saw it, I was like, what even is this? What is the tortoise club? <laughs> So clearly you're not yeah. using it much. <laughs> no, not using it. What did you get with it? Well, you don't really get anything. It's, it's a, um, it's like a chat. It's a place where you can go and say, 
Hey, actually, I went back to try to figure out why I was a member of the tortoise club. And the reason is because there's a particular type of tortoise food that my tortoises love, like little pellets. So if you run out of fresh food for your tortoises, you can give them these pellets, which are made. It's like kibbles for tortoises and they freaking love it, but they don't deliver here. And they're like three times the cost if I buy it through Amazon. So I joined this club so that I could ask, does anyone know how I can get this tortoise food delivered to St. Croix? And no one did. But for $9.95 a year, I probably could have bought them on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) They could probably find a group on Facebook. Maybe. I don't know. There, there was somebody on the, in the tortoise club who offered to buy it and ship it to me. So, oh, that's yeah. I did have a subscription for getting food from Chewy.com. Love Chewy. Wish you shipped to Hawaii. They don't. I so know. I have to that. They don't ship here either. It makes me so sad. Chewy.com. Chewy. If you are listening. You have loyal customers <laughs> that would totally use you again. I, I, I did, when I first moved here and I looked in the Chewy, um, one of my, anyway, long story, never mind. But Chewy's a good company. Go Chewy. <laughs> I love you. Deliver here. Chewy, I ordered a crate from them when Juno came to live with me and the crate was way too big for my house. I was like, I, this is not going to work for us. And they were like, okay, I will refund that to your account and go ahead and donate that to uh, the rescue where you got your pup or your local shelter. Or I was like, wow, that was really nice, Chewy. Thank you. Yeah, They sent huh. an entire shipment of medic, like prescription food to my house that was supposed to go to a vet's office. I had ordered two bags of a prescription food and they gave me like six boxes of assorted prescription food. So I called them and I was like, because that stuff's expensive. And I was like, Mm -hmm. hey, you sent this to me on accident and I'm sure this vet's office is wanting their food. So um, if you can like email me some labels, I'll slap them on there and take them to the store or whatever. And they were like, no, we'll just send a new shipment to that vet's office and just donate all that food. And I was just like, I mean, it was like six giant boxes of like dog food, cat food, wet food, dry food. It was, I was just like, wow, you guys are, you guys are awesome. They are really awesome. And they send flowers to people and paintings of dogs and cats when some, when they find out somebody's animal has passed away. I just think they're pretty amazing. Will this exercise make you guys think twice before subscribing to anything again? No, because no. we subscribe to crap all the time for this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Half the stuff I had to unsubscribe to was for this podcast. <laughs> the soapbox made me do it, Elsie. <laughs> I, I did it for the soapbox. <laughs> so obviously there, I mean, we've had some good recordings from, you know, with a Luminate and Copy Shark was worth TC finding out she's going to be an adventurer. It was also uh, worth me finding out I am still good. Are you still, <laughs> still good this week? Yeah, I am still good. good. Good, good. And do you wish that maybe some of these subscription companies would have an option for a one-time purchase? Yeah. Would you be more likely to purchase again? I do. That, that's a good question. And the answer is yes. How, 
I wonder how much money and the answer is yes. I wonder how much money <laughs> I, I they would lose. Answer. I know. I wonder how much money they would lose by doing that. But okay, well, here's the thing. I was thinking about this. Do you think it's a, a testament to their product? The harder it is to cancel. Like, are you familiar with how I met your mother and the crazy hot scale? Like the hotter they are, the crazier they are. Like the mm -hmm. harder it is to cancel. Is it maybe a crappier product? I don't know. It's a crappier company when they do yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just their 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 politics and their um, ethics more than necessarily the the product because Sirius is awesome. It's I do love Sirius, but but yeah, it wasn't my primary kind of sketch. I think, or they're just not very honorable or. But they're a great product. I wonder if Sirius. Yeah. But like, because we called to cancel one of our cars, Sirius subscriptions. And they're like, well, how about paying, I think it was like 12 bucks a month or something instead of 40. Like, why can't I do that all the time? You know, credit me for the other months that I didn't use it in my other car because I haven't been like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's just, I think it's their ethics. It's, I mean, I love listening to them. They've got a great product. They're just a shitty company. I've always been very skeptical of giving my information for any kind of auto bill anyway. So I feel like that was part of what made this easier. Um, after when I was in college, I was living with my sister one summer and her rental company took her information for auto pay and one month charged her rent six times no. and it took her two months to get that money back and since then I'm like no I'll just write a check and Ben mm -hmm. makes fun of me all the time for like why do you write checks it's like because that that happened to me once um gosh I'm trying to remember if it was Verizon or AT&T but anyway it was a phone company and I traveled to the BVI, and that's not very far for me. I just wasn't thinking. So I'm just happily using my phone, as was the person who was traveling with me, who also was on my account at the time. And because I was on auto pay, that bill that was usually uh, 160 bucks was 980 bucks. And it just paid for it. <laughs> like, oh, oh wow. my gosh. But I called, I don't know, again, I don't know which company it was, but kudos to them. I called and they said, you know, we noticed you travel a lot. You really should have the travel plan, which automatically kicks in when you go international and it's $9 a day. And so if this was $9 a day for 10 days, it would be $90 instead of $720. I'm going to make that retroactive. And so they reimbursed me all that money and made that retro. And it was my own it was my own oversight, but speaking to Elsie's question, like they were very customer service oriented and made that new plan retroactive for me because I didn't think. Yeah. So that was nice. It was nice. Yeah. It helped my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. So note to self, do I need to call my cell phone plan when I come to St. Croix? Nah, we're not international here, but if you ever come here and we decide to hop over to the BVI, then yes. But you know, mine, however it's set now, mine just automatically kicks in. I don't, I don't even have to call and tell them. Right. 
speaking of weird things like that, like my bank, they, I got an email from my bank and it said, um, please call us immediately. We have a charge that is questionable on your account. So I called them and there were three charges that I didn't make. And they were like normal looking charges. And I buy stuff from all over the world and I travel. We probably go somewhere once a month. I travel a lot. So I'm on the phone with her. I'm like, how did you guys know? And she's like, well, there's this one charge from, I don't even know the name of it. She's like black something. She's like, do you know what that is? I said, I have no idea. She's like, yeah, we didn't think that matched your buying habits. And so it was flagged. It's like, dang, that's awesome. I love PNC, by the way. Artificial intelligence, my I was like, that's some AI stuff right there. It's, you know, I mean, that's awesome, but it is kind of big brother watching you, but that's great. It worked out in your favor this time, but in that case, kind of creepy. In that case, it was totally great. And I was also just amazed, like, I mean, okay, so in that same month, I had bought something in Florida, I had bought something in Michigan, and I had bought something. I mean, I had been to three different places and bought something like, how do you flag this? So then I Googled it and I'm like, I don't even remember what it was, but I was like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy that. (laughs) No, we were at, when we were uh, taking Emma to move into Omaha, we were at Target making a huge purchase because we bought her a TV out there and my capital one card was declined. And everyone's looking at me like, what? I'm like, give it a second. My cell phone pinged. Hey, there's this really, uh, did you really mean to spend $500 at the Target in Omaha, Nebraska? And I clicked the, yeah, it's okay. And they said, oh, okay, cool. Go ahead and run it again. It'll be fine. And so I handed them my card again and they ran it and it was fine. And so I'm thinking, that's so awesome. Thanks, yeah. Capital One. But again, I love Capital One too. Wow. Capital but One. They are always watching. They text me immediately for every purchase. Yeah. I set it up that way. Because when I got that card, I was worried that someone else might get their hands on it. And so I set it up to text me immediately if there's a purchase. And it's really cool. Yeah. I like Capital One. That's what, that's what mine does now, too. Mm-hmm. I like that that's it had you. Yeah. I, I was just going to say dropping $500 at Target is uh, not hard, especially when you just got yeah. a new place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like what that. Say? It told you to call or told tc to call mm-hmm. instead of clicking a link i just wanted to throw that out there because i don't know about you guys but i get hit hard on text like 53.53.com wants you to click this link because of fraud or whatever and it's it's a fake yeah oh yeah no it was it was an email from pnc and it said call us as soon as possible and it came through and when your bank says call us as soon as possible and mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and step out of this meeting and call them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another thing for our listeners to remember. No reputable company will ever ask for like a password or your social security number. They might ask for the last four digits to verify it's you, but they will never ask you for a full anything. This week, our challenge for our fellow explorers is to take a look at your subscriptions and let us know if you found some you had completely forgotten about like we did. Tell us about it by using the hashtag Siren Soapbox on all the social medias. 
Sirens, I really am glad that we accepted this challenge. It was, this was a, a very eye-opening experience for me. I hope you guys had fun with it too. And thank you, fellow explorer, for listening to this episode. Are you ready to explore with us? Check out our website, sirensoapbox.com, where you can read our blog, see what we're up to next, and just for all things Siren Soapbox. You'll even find a link to our YouTube channel so you can put the faces to the voices that you hear each week. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.